I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello. Okay. Before we get into today's episode, I want to personally invite you to my brand new workshop that I'm going to be doing July 27th. This is a free one-hour workshop where I will be teaching you everything that you need to know about how to build your online business. I'm going to be digging into why online business is the absolute best career in 2021 and beyond. I'm going to talk about the types of online businesses that exist out in the world. You will probably be shocked to hear all of the different options. And I'm going to be talking about how to choose the best one for you. This is not one size fits all. So you're really going to want to tune in and find out how to choose the one that's going to fit your lifestyle and be the most lucrative for you and your unique interests and skill sets. I'm also going to be teaching you the four things that all businesses need. This is probably going to surprise you when I explain the four things all businesses need because this is going to give you mind-blowing clarity about what's actually required to be successful with any business. Not only am I going to tell you what those four things are, I'm also going to be teaching you how to get them. This is going to mean that you are walking away with a clear roadmap to a profitable online business. You have never seen a training like this ever before, I have never put one on like this ever before. It is going to be incredible and you don't want to miss it. It's July 27th. It's completely free and you can register at build.samanthasiffring.com. I'll see you there. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. So over the past month, I have been spending an amazing month, four weeks with my family in Hawaii. I didn't really tell a lot of people about this before I went on the trip. I actually felt a little weird about it. I was like, normal people don't do that. Like I would tell people we were going to Hawaii, but then I would not say for how long. And then they would ask and I would feel kind of uncomfortable. And what I realized after the fact was that that is really doing such a disservice to everybody that I talked to and to my mission of showing other people what is really possible for us moms to do online with our businesses because my business is the reason that we were able to do this. The fact that I have a business that makes money, of course, we're able to take a trip fly the whole family somewhere amazing. But the fact that I have a business also means that I can be the primary earner in our family so that when our kids are out of school, my husband isn't working and I'm the only one working, but I can take my business anywhere. Like people talk about laptop life 
And it sounds maybe a little cheesy. Maybe it does to you. Sometimes it does to me. But it truly is my actual life. We've been able to take vacations that are longer than normal. We've been able to take them and I've been able to do some work on them. And my clients have seen me. I've had different backgrounds. I've literally been on my laptop. And what I want to talk about today is really this idea of you thinking about what you really want. Because there was a time in my life where I was afraid to think about what I really wanted. I was afraid to dream. And I feel like when we're kids, we have this like infinite capacity to dream and to think about what we really want out of life and to not limit ourselves. And then there comes a time once we are adults where I think we have this profound shift in our brain. So like the kid brain is like, it's totally normal for me to be growing all the time. And if I'm not good at it today or if I can't do it today, I'll probably be able to do it tomorrow or next year. The kids are always learning new skills. They're always learning new things. Think about a toddler who's learning to walk or a kid who's learning how to read for the first time. Like I even think about my kids and math. Like math that used to be a struggle at the beginning of fifth grade. At the end of fifth grade, he does it with total confidence. Like these types of things are so normal for kids. They expect themselves to be growing and changing. And they expect themselves to have a future that is way better than where they are right now. Kids have infinite capacity to imagine better futures for themselves that don't currently exist. Then we become adults and these two things stop. So we stop believing in our capacity to grow and change and to develop skills. And we stop dreaming of a better future. And we start keeping ourselves exactly as we are. Isn't that crazy? Like no one ever thinks about that or talks about that. Like unless you're in the personal development space, which I highly encourage all of you to soak up as much personal development, personal growth as you possibly can. I really think that was one of the major things that made such a difference in my business was me constantly challenging what I believed through personal development and personal growth because we're taught in school and expected by society and social media and like even like memes. I feel like I see all these memes that are just like keeping us in mediocrity. And if you're into like having a regular life and going to a nine to five and all of those things, that's not a problem. Like, I don't want to come across like I'm judging that kind of a life. Because if you love that, like if you truly love that and that's what you want, that's amazing. You're probably not listening to my podcast, though. I think those of you who are listening to my podcast get what I'm saying. And I think that you desire something bigger, something more than what is considered normal. And if you don't have it, 
there are some reasons why, and none of them are anything at all to do with your capacity to create what you want. So your brain's going to try to tell you the reason you don't have it is because you can't have it. You can't create it. And I want to tell you that I don't believe that we want things that we can't have. I don't believe that that's how things work, okay? I really believe that if we have the desire for something, we are wired to create it. We have what it takes. We have that capacity. So I want to talk to you a little bit today about what's possible. I want to get you dreaming. I want to get you thinking about the bigger life that you want to have. And you get to decide what that is. It doesn't have to be a month in Hawaii. It doesn't have to be a husband who's home full time. It doesn't have to be fancy cars or designer clothes or anything that you've seen that other people have. You get to decide. You get to define that for yourself. And I want you to start to shift when you see successful entrepreneurs, when you see other business owners, when you see me who have created a lot of value in the world, created a lot of money from that value and are spending that money, I want you to notice when that triggers you. I want you to notice what about that doesn't feel relatable to you What about that challenges you, makes you uncomfortable? It's going to reveal a lot about your mind. And ultimately, I think it would be really cool for you to get to the place where you see that. And even if it's like, oh yeah, I wouldn't spend my money on that. You're still like, wow, that's what's possible. I think that's such a more empowered place to be. I see a lot of entrepreneurs who spend money on stuff that I would never spend money on. And I'm like, that's amazing. There's something for everybody. They are showing me what's possible. They are so inspiring. They're being their genuine self and like making it okay for me to be my genuine self too. So I think that you get to decide what you think about that. And this is your official challenge to think about it differently, to notice your thoughts. So part of this concept of what's possible for you and what do you really want pivots around online business. I think online business is the best way to create what you want in 2021. Like I think this is the best opportunity we have to make the most amount of money, to have the most free lifestyle so many different benefits. So I really want to sell you on that idea. Online business is everything. It is just like this incredible privilege that our generation has that nobody else has had. Having the internet, having basically everyone in the world just on the internet for you to be able to reach in seconds around the clock anytime through typing, through video chat, like it's unbelievable. And yes, there are definitely some cons to the internet, but the opportunity, the freedom that it has opened up, I think far outweighs those. 
And I really, really encourage you to see the miracle of that, to see the privilege of that. I did a reel on Instagram recently where I was talking about like, how do you even market a business in the 80s? Like, were you buying ads in magazines or like on the back of bus stop benches? Like, what did that look like? It is just so much more accessible now. Like, I think about the norm of starting a business, like what a lot of us maybe thought of as kids when we thought about starting businesses. This is like investors and so much debt and like having to invest so much money into it before you could even get it off the ground. And now there's so much accessibility for us to be able to literally start an Instagram page and be like, I'm open for business. Five minutes and zero dollars. I think there is just sometimes a forgetting of that, a forgetting of the miracle and how much of a privilege that really is for those of us who are able to do that. And I think all of you listening to this, you have that privilege. If you have access to my podcast, you have the means to start a business. Goosebumps. I love it. Okay. So one thing that I want to talk about is the benefits of having an online business. I want to dive a little deeper into this. I've kind of been starting to paint the picture, but I want you to really start thinking about what would this look like for you? What would this look like for you to have complete autonomy over your schedule? Literally getting to decide, how do I spend my time when I'm at work? What are the things that I'm doing? How much time am I spending? When am I spending that time? There are so many different businesses out there. I think a lot of people will find like one type of business and then they'll think that's the only type of business available, even if it's one that doesn't really resonate with them. For instance, I feel like I see this a lot with coaches where they're like, coaching. Yes, that's the way. And then they don't want to have a bunch of clients. They don't want to have a bunch of one-on-one clients. And it's certainly not the only way to have a coaching business, but that's how I spent the first few years of my business. And I loved every minute because I felt like coaching was something I would have done for free. So I absolutely loved the time that I had with my clients and the more time that became available in my schedule, the more clients that I signed. So for me, there wasn't a lot of freedom in my schedule. Like, yeah, I got to pick the schedule that the clients would choose from, but I had a lot of calls every single week. Now, I have some clients who are virtual assistants. They don't have a lot of calls with their clients. They have a lot of independent work that they can do at any time. I have a podcast producer for this podcast. That is totally what her schedule is like. She can take the recordings from all of her clients who have podcasts and she can batch edit them all in one day. She can do a little bit here and there during nap time. There's so much freedom and flexibility when it comes to your time and your schedule. 
this allows for more time with family. Think about it. You're not commuting. Like even if you're working 40 hours in your online business, which I did for over a year in my online business, probably close to two years in my online business, I was working full time, loving it, by the way, and knowing that it wouldn't be forever. But even with that, I didn't have a commute. It was really interesting when my husband lost his job and I decided to take over. I already had my business. It was already going really well. I just amped it up to the next level. And the switch that we made was so fascinating because he used to leave so early in the morning, commute into work, be at work all day, commute home in traffic. And that was like the worst time of the day. Okay, all you moms out there, like the stay-at-home mom or the part-time working mom, the working-at-home mom who has a partner who works outside the home, isn't that like last hour the worst part of the day? (laughs) I called him so many times during that last hour with like a screaming baby or toddler being like, um, will you be home soon? (laughs) Yes. So we went from that dynamic to me waking up in the morning, him waking up in the morning. He took the kids to school, obviously not during the pandemic, but right after he lost his job, this was how things were. He would take them to school. I would go into my office and coach clients all day. He would pick them up from school. I would have a little more coaching and then I would end my day. He would already have been home, getting the kids settled, homework, snacks, all the things. He'd be working on dinner. Like that is such a better life, even with working full time. There was so much more time with family. I get to have lunch with my family any day that I want. So much freedom there to really spend time on what's important There's flexibility with an online business. Like I was talking about earlier, the laptop life. Yeah, it allows you to travel. Last year over Christmas, we spent three weeks in Florida with my family because I could take my business on the road. So amazing. Here's what I think is maybe overlooked and maybe a misconception, but I think is a huge benefit of an online business. You have full control over your job security and your finances, like how much you make. Okay, some of your minds are blown, I know. Like you're not even here, I'm just talking to my computer and I feel like I can see your eyes wide and your jaws open, dropped on the floor. (laughs) This one fascinates me. So. Here is what I think about this. This is why I believe that you have more job security and financial control and power with a business than a job. So I had already talked about on this episode how my husband lost his job. Prior to him losing his job, the two of us always kind of had this story that He had this stable, secure job where we had the stable, secure 
income, the salary that we knew we could depend on. And then my business was kind of just a bonus. It was just for fun. It was like the risky thing. So we had like the secure thing and the risky thing. And what ended up happening is that the thing we thought was secure was ripped away, like with basically no notice and no ability to like negotiate or change things. It was just gone. It was just like, oh, yep, your job is gone. With my business, we have never experienced something like that. And yeah, I've had clients quit. I have fired clients. We have had launches that were smaller than we had planned or expected. But this was the new perspective that I really got after he lost his job was that, yeah, I could have clients quit, but I have a lot of clients. So I think at the time that he lost his job, maybe I had like 18 clients or something like that. And it was like, okay, I've, I have 18 clients. So if one quit, I'd still have 17 clients. I'd still be making good money. Almost the same money as I was making before. In his job, he has one client. And if that one client quits or lets him go, the entire revenue stream is gone. That completely shifted my thoughts about business. And I think the pivotal thing here is belief that you control the results of how many clients you have and how much money you're making. A lot of people in business don't believe that even though they do have control. And when they believe they don't have control even though they have it, They don't create the results that they want. They are really susceptible to changes, to regulation changes, to economic changes. Instead of seeing that they are responsible for their results always, that they create their results always, that they can guarantee that for themselves always, when they have that perspective about guaranteeing their results and creating their results, they will be creative. They will be looking ahead. This is how I feel. I was just talking to Stuart, my husband, about this recently. I was like, I have lots of different like things in mind about like what could go wrong with my business. Like what are the risks? What are the risks out in the economy, out with regulation? Like those types of things, what are the risks and how would I respond? Like, I'm not just over here like, hope this continues to work. No, I take full responsibility and full control for what's going on here. And that perspective has me approaching things so differently, has me thinking about things so differently. And I think you can really see this with businesses during the pandemic, the ones who made it a non-negotiable to continue and to survive and were insanely creative. There were businesses I saw who ended up doing better than they were doing before. And these were like brick and mortar businesses. Like, of course, a lot of online businesses did better. My business did way better during the pandemic. But I'm talking about brick and mortar businesses. Like you would think, hardest hit and were hardest hit, but... We're able 
to figure out how to make it work. When you believe that you have control over that, you show up and take that control. You are powerful when you believe that you have power. So important. This is why mindset is so important. And this is why in both of my programs, Mom at a CEO and Simple Scaling Mastermind, in both of them, I am highly focused on helping my clients see exactly how they create their results. Every single thing they do, we are combing back through it. How did you create that? What did you do to make that happen? You have to acknowledge every single thing that you've created so that you can see the power and control that you have. So I think online business is fantastic. Oh, one more reason. Oh my goodness. Okay. I quit like every job I ever had. I don't know if you know this about me. I quit basically every job that I ever had and almost all for the same exact reason because I wasn't getting paid what I wanted to be paid. So I'm just such a believer that when I get better at my job, when I'm delivering more value, when I'm more efficient, I need to be recognized for it. And when I'm not, I am out. So something that I absolutely love about having a business is that I get to determine that. I get to determine what I'm going to charge and then it's my job to go and sell it. Like it's not other people's job to just pay whatever I charge. Like it's my job to go sell it. But if I'm good, if I'm delivering that value, if I'm helping my clients get results at that level and then bring that strength of selling to it, I get to determine exactly how much I make. And it's the most fun, rewarding part for me. So different than all the jobs I had where I had to just accept whatever they would give. I think there is so much benefit there. One more benefit too is the personal growth. So this is something that I feel like I don't talk about that much and want to talk about more. That I think growing a business and maybe particularly an online business, maybe it doesn't matter, but growing a business is one of the biggest personal growth opportunities that you will ever anticipate, you will ever experience in your life. And I think that it is like on par with parenting. So most of you listening are parents. I know we have a few of you who aren't, and I love you just as much. But for those of you who are parents, what you recognize is how much you are forced to grow, how much you have a mirror in front of you that shows you all of your opportunities for growth and really invites you to become that next version of yourself. It's like all the things that you didn't want to see about yourself, there they are. You get to see them. And I think business is the same way. Business triggers so much, so many like old childhood stories. Like the amount of times that I have had a struggle in my business and then I've thought about when did this story start? And it was when I was a kid. It's like 
everything. I feel like everything from my childhood I've relived in my business and continue to. All of my deepest fears and sadness and upsetness about being rejected, people not liking me, feeling like I don't know what I'm doing, like all of these things that were such sensitive issues when I was a kid have all come back up in my business. And I think this is why I'm such a big fan of coaching and why I invest so much in coaching because I want help working through those things, not letting those things hold me back. Okay, so let's talk about things that are holding you back aside from the childhood dramas that are going to come up when you are growing a business. I think that there are some main fears that are keeping some of you stuck. So there are some of you who desperately want this, who have this vision for what you really want, and are afraid that you can't have it. And I'm going to go through just a few of these, and then you can see which one is really relevant to you. And I'll kind of talk you through each one, so it'll help you kind of shake loose some of the tightness. I feel like sometimes when we have these like limiting thoughts or these fears that are keeping us stuck. It's like it has like tentacles or like roots around us. And I just am like breaking that up a little bit for you so you can shake and shimmy right out of it. So one of them is I'll have to pay it all to taxes. If I make a lot of money, I will have to just pay it all to taxes. And I want to challenge you on this. I think, yes, I have been surprised at how much I have to pay in taxes. It was kind of alarming. Going from our past life where we had a low-ish income, low to middle income, and many children, we did not pay taxes. We got refunds. And so when my business really started getting successful, it was like, oh, oh my gosh, we have to pay taxes now, like, and a lot. Okay. So the first thing I want to say is you won't have to pay all of it to taxes, not even close. You will budget in advance for those things, and then you will get to choose your thoughts when you pay taxes. I was recently coaching Simple Scaling Mastermind about this, and... (laughs) One of the things that I said that is still kind of entertaining me as I think back is it's okay if you don't get a dopamine hit from paying your taxes. Like we don't have to feel amazing from it, but I do think that there are thoughts you can choose to make it feel better. So I love thinking about I'm contributing to society and thinking about the good things that I believe in that that money is going to. I don't agree with everything that that money is going to or the proportions. And that is a a soapbox that I don't need to get on for this podcast. But I focus on what I do believe in. And I just kind of mentally pretend that all of my money is going to the things that I do like. (laughs) And then I also think this, I also love the idea of being a contributor in society in general, being somebody who is paying a lot in taxes, who is 
supporting other people, helping other people, being a contributor, creating jobs for other people. That's so compelling to me to be able to pay other people and pay them well for the work that they do. I find that so satisfying in my business and I bring those same thoughts over to taxes. And then I think the final thing, like if you're paying a lot in taxes, that's an amazing sign that you have really figured out how to build a business that is incredible and makes a lot of money. Another fear is around the security with traditional jobs. And I already talked about that before, that idea of multiple clients versus one client. And I think that is such a good mental shift around that security. And there is an element here where you need to trust yourself to be the creator of your own security. And this can be hard if you don't have an amazing relationship with yourself, which most people don't, period. And most people starting out in business don't either. And this is one of the things to work on. This is why in both of my programs, I work on personal growth and your relationship with yourself so much because it will get in your way. You will struggle to follow through. You will struggle to trust yourself. You will have a lot of self-doubt. Like all of these things are so normal. This is just a regular human brain. It's not you. But I really teach you how to overcome those things, how to work with those parts of your brain to not be held back by them. Another fear, these are all like such tangible, interesting things, but I hear so many of these from you, is health insurance. So a lot of you are like, oh, I can't just do a fully online business only because what about health insurance? Okay, there's so many options. You can just buy health insurance. And yes, it costs money, but you, as a business owner, you make money. You can make money and you can pay for it. We have it, we pay for it, and it's fine. You can do it. (laughs) I believe in you. Another thing is this idea of like the roller coaster and like up and down of the revenue and like feast or famine. And I have to say that this myth is the reason that I was very hesitant to have a business. I actually used to always say like, I will never be an entrepreneur I just want a job that I love. I don't need to make that much money. I want the security. I want the stability and predictability of what I'm going to make. And I just like can't handle like all the risk and uncertainty of being an entrepreneur. Now, those of you who listen to my podcast and are my clients, like your minds are probably blown that that was a past version of me. But it really, really was. And that was really the mentality that I had. But I think for a lot of my generation, and I'm 35, I'm a elder millennial, I think. Um, I think for a lot of my generation, we feel like what we were sold was just a bunch of lies. Like the up and down income the uncertainty, the instability, like you can find that at a nine to five too. That's not unique to business. You can find insecurity everywhere. And you can find security everywhere 
as well. You can find consistent revenue everywhere as well. I have really found it with my business. Consistency was important to me from the very beginning. So I structured my business in a way where I could predict my income, where it would be very consistent. And now in my business, it's less consistent because we have launches and non-launch months. So non-launch months are quiet and launch months are huge. So it's not consistent month to month, but we retain a lot of cash in the business so that we are able to pay all of our employees, pay me, pay our bills, all of those things with no stress or worries. Okay, the last fear or thought that's keeping you stuck is the idea that you can't do it. And I want you to start challenging that. I want you to start first by thinking about what is it that I really, really want. There's this exercise I did years ago that was so powerful for me. Oh my gosh. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like this thought just came true. Like that vision just recently came true. Okay, that's so cool. Um, But here's the exercise. You imagine where you want to be in five years. Like what do you want your life to be like day to day in five years? And then I want you to start by waking up in the morning. Like close your eyes. Just take some time where no one's going to disturb you. Close your eyes and start picturing yourself going through the whole day. So you open your eyes. What does it look like in your room? What time is it? How did you wake up? Who's there with you? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you do next? What's your morning routine? What do you see when you look out the window? I want you to go through a whole day visualizing. Like I want you to keep your eyes closed and be visualizing and visualize a whole day. Don't go through your whole day with your eyes closed. Spend like a good 20 or so minutes visualizing through the whole day. You're going to get some very interesting insights. And I want you to know that this is coming from your inner wisdom. You have so much wisdom inside of you. And just think about like all the experiences you've had in your life. Every single idea concept you've ever been exposed to in your life your brain is like a sponge it picks up all of those things even if it doesn't keep them in your conscious mind so much is stored in the sponge in the back of your mind and this visualization that you will do will have so many things that will surprise you if you let yourself really suspend your disbelief and think about What do I really want? If anything were possible for me, what would I want my life to look like in five years? So I want you to start there. I want you to really get in touch with what is it even that you want? Because we've been so discouraged from ever thinking about what we want. We've been so discouraged from thinking that we can have the career we want on our own terms, that we can create it for ourselves. You can do this. You can 
make a job that you love. You can create that with an online business. You can do that. It can look like however you want. You can have whatever lifestyle you want. There's no rules. Any rule you think there is, is made up. And you should definitely challenge it because why? Like, why would you fight to stay limited in a place you don't want to be? So think about what do you want? Let your mind really open up to all of the possibility, all the potential that you have. And then I want you to start looking for evidence that it's possible. And like I said, early on in this episode, it may be coming from those people who trigger you. It might be coming from my month-long trip to Hawaii. And I want you to just pay attention to that. What triggers you can also be your evidence of what is possible for you. Okay, I want you to sit with that. I want you to carry that through and actually would love to hear what came up for you when you did the visualization. So come on over to Instagram. I'm at Samantha HMS. I want to hear all about it. Tell me all the things. You can put it in your stories and tag me and I will share your story on my stories. I love to do that. If you ever tag me, I will be tagging you back because I just love sharing all of your stories and all of your takeaways and ahas. So whatever blows your mind, whatever you saw in your visualization, share it with me on Instagram. I can't wait to hear it. And I will talk to you all next week. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you And there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O dot com.